Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Ferris. Well, Matt, I saw, <laughs> I saw you the other day and all you wanted to do was talk about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> that's a little bit true. I was going to no, fight no. that, but that's a little bit true. Here's, but to defend myself, okay, I wanted to tell you the wonders of the food. Yes, you did. That's Epcot true. Center. At Epcot. Mm-hmm. If you've been to Disney World, here's what you know. <laughs> you know that Epcot has a variety of countries that are represented mm-hmm. with people from their native land sharing <laughs> their culture and their food with you. Okay, so if if you just can think of one thing, they're like, oh, I would just just dig into that right now. What would it be? It would be the anything from the French pastry place in France. They actually have French pastry chefs coming and working there. And it makes you happy, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, it makes you happy. I know. And then guess what? When you're done with that, you can get um, (laughs) fish and chips from England. And then you can get maple caramel popcorn from Canada. We used our time to talk about (laughs) Mickey Mouse and them cut Hey, you brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What was your good day? Okay, my good day. I think at the beginning of the podcast, I brought this up. And it just happened again recently. And it is our Skyline Guys Night. We had a Skyline Guys Night this, Again, this week. Okay, okay. We do it probably four times a year. Maybe yeah, I'd two love to that. three times I a year. That. I think it's so great. And we all get in a minivan and we go to Skyline. Now, my now friend, you have the dogs, right? You you don't you do you eat the pasta or the actual hot dogs? Oh both. Like, both. Oh at both. The, okay. Not at the same time. Okay, yeah. What yeah. I get You're is kind of a food separator. Uh, yeah. I like to, I like <laughs> my I like mixer. to mix my bites. You like to I'm a like separator. you eat all the hot dog and yes. then you eat all the pasta. I like Correct. I like to go hot dog pasta or even put hot do- a little bit of hot oh, dog on the ooh. fork and a little bit of the pasta on the fork. But no, not you. No. Going to eat the whole no. hot dog, going to eat all the pasta. So yeah, I ordered a regular three-way. I ordered two cheese conies and then I ate one hot dog mm-hmm. pasta. Second hot dog, okay. the end. Okay, right. It's great. That's what it is. My friend Eric, here's here's a funny thing you should know about Eric. He loves Skyline Chili, but he always, you know how when restaurants come out with like the random stuff, like a burrito, and you're like, this isn't Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always gets the weird stuff. The weird stuff. I love that about, I love that about well, Eric. You would love Eric. I mean, he's adventurous. <laughs> he is. Listen, Skyline Chili, if you are listening, <laughs> we got a bell. Ooh, we got a bell. <laughs> I wonder if you can hear it good enough. We I don't know, but we got to buy a better bell. We do. On Skyline Chili, if you're listening, we would love your support. <laughs> it could be in pasta. It could honestly. Have you ever been there? Yes, I, I don't the care. Cheese. Don't, we've talked about it. I don't okay, care for okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. But, have to but talk about you know, it I need to revisit. I need to revisit because I don't think I ate it properly. There's yeah, a whole there's a there's whole a approach method. and a yeah. method, and I didn't I didn't do any of that. There's a method. And there's the whole oyster cracker thing that if, I didn't know about. Here's what and, I'd like. If there is someone, I'm tapping the table. Yep. If there is someone listening, <laughs> table tap. If bell. there's someone listening that is in our vicinity mm-hmm. yes. that would like to meet us at Skyline sometime, please let's DM us. Hey, Wouldn't that be a, fun? Let's do like a these are good days meet up at Skyline Chili. That would be really. That fun. would be so fun. Okay, you got to DM Matt and us if you're interested yes. in that. And we'll meet Let there. Let us know. And and that that will be literally the perfect example. Wouldn't that be fun? Of these are good days. That would be great. Oh, to, oh, here's what we should say though: we won't pay for all the food because we can't. Oh and no, we're not sponsored yeah. by them yet. No, no. So, <laughs> but you know when we so went, when we go you, there, we, we could suggest it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So if you want to come on your own dime and yeah. just hang out mm-hmm. with us and eat skyline yeah. chili, I'll teach you how to do it the right way. Okay, all right. That'll be that'd be great. That'd be so fun. Okay, my good day. 
Well, you know, Matt, I've had some tough days recently. Yes, yes but but have. I I I have had some good days too. Well, and, that's good. And yes, and recently I was able to go to a project of my husband's mm-hmm. that in Cleveland that was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and I think it's important when we celebrate our significant other's talents and gifts, and we can just go and appreciate their work and what they do and sit back and go, that's my baby daddy. Okay. That's my baby Baby daddy. daddy. (laughs) I mean, because I was like, man, you know, because Daryl is not someone who talks about himself. He's not someone who... You know, he's not even someone who really comes home and says, like, look at the pictures of this place. He he just doesn't. And so to go to his space and be able to see this incredible space and see him working in it and and the builders and and the homeowners love him the way they do. He is an artist. He is an artist. He is an artist. That was my good day is just being able to observe and look at some of his craftsmanship and just really be proud of him. Did you fuss over him? Oh, yes. (laughs) And I made sure I packed a real good lunch bucket that day so that everybody's like, oh, there's that lady that packs those good lunch buckets. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we today want to talk about something timely that both of us, actually one of our most downloaded episode was When Life Gets Hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And in that episode, we talked about some significant things that Mm -hmm, we went through. mm -hmm. And... um, we had a really good response to that episode. And so this is along the same vein, but a, a little bit different. Yeah. And so um, what's really funny about this is often we'll start having a conversation together in real life and we'll be like, stop, save it for the yeah, podcast. Right, and right, this right, is one right. of those conversations yes, is, where yes, we yeah. flushed out a couple things for a little bit, but really we saved we wanted all. to have this yeah. conversation with you guys yeah, because um, we think it's important and it's something that we have worked through are still working through we'll probably have the same conversation when i'm 80 yeah and universally you know universally we are human absolutely just human you know we are um we all deal with so many of the same things right like like we all deal with the, uh, the high highs and the low lows and i think when we can just talk about them like and and share space together um, with more just more than just you and I right. and say like me too like you feel Absolutely. this as well because I feel this and you know before we get too started it's or too into this you know recently there there was the shooting in Nashville yeah. and I have had such a hard time getting that off my mind yeah and the one thing I think about is you know Luca is mm-hmm. around that very same age, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and today I I couldn't stop thinking about like 9-year-olds still like to play with Legos and they still like to color yep. and they're just so young yep. and so Absolutely. You know, they have so much life in front of them and I um I feel like I am at a place where I'm tired and so sad about yeah. hearing about it so often. And I think to myself, okay, is is this going to happen in our school district? And mm-hmm. am I going to be frantic getting a hold of you and Mallory to right. see if your kids are okay? And I just 
think we've got to do something. Right. Something has to change. Right. We have to stop arguing. Right. And we have to say something has to be met in the middle where we come together and we agree that something has to change. Absolutely. I mean, we are gun owners. We are. I mean, my mm-hmm. husband is an avid hunter and fisherman. But we don't have an AR-15 in our house. Right. Like, we don't have an assault weapon. Right. And I just, I'm so sad and I'm so um, tired of of not saying anything. Yeah. Because, you know, I think kind of what can happen is I think, you know, I'm just from this rural community with a lot of great people and... You know, I cook a lot for a living and do fun things on Instagram. Who am I to really say anything about, you know, this kind of topic and Mm -hmm. shame on me? Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm also a mother. Right. And I also don't want someone coming into Luca and Fitz's and Remy's school with an assault weapon. Right. So something has to change. And so I just decided I'm I'm calling every. Listen, Matt, here's the thing. (laughs) Sometimes we we hold back doing anything because we're not sure what to do. We're not right. sure who to call or what to do. And I just decided, you know what? I'm going to start Googling. Yeah. And I'm not asking Google Boy to do it for me either. <laughs> and so I just started Googling, who do I call in the state of Ohio about gun reform or gun laws right. or or stricter gun laws? Like, who is my representative for Wayne County? Who is my senator for Wayne County? Who is my senator? Who are right. my senator? Like, who are these people? And I just started calling their offices mm-hmm. and leaving voicemails mm-hmm. because... I'm just not going to sit and be sad anymore mm-hmm. and not do anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it's such a tender topic. It's it such is. a controversial topic. It is. Um, I would love to hear just a little bit from you from yeah. the school, from the school perspective. Yeah. Because we were talking about it a little bit before mm-hmm. um, we started recording is that, you know, y- you all had to, you in the school system, you had to get up and go to work and just, yeah. Here's, Start your days. Here's the, the the two things I'll say is my first year as a teacher, um, I was a first grade teacher. So I had about probably 22 or 23 six-year-olds that I was with 180 days that school year. <laughs> Bless your heart. And, um, you know, I, I grew up and we grew up in school where we did tornado drills and fire drills and that was it. And when I started uh, working at a school... I remember one of the drill we do intruder drills and you know, until you have this experience, you don't understand it. I was instructed as a, as a teacher uh, and this change, these drills change all the time. So this isn't necessarily what we do now. This is just my experience. You know, when I, my first year teaching, what we did then was we tipped up all the, the tables in the classroom towards the door and we hid all the kids. We locked the door, shut the door, tipped up all the tables, hid all the kids behind the tables, and they had to get something from the class that they could literally throw at someone if they would come into our room. So we had to instruct six-year-olds mm. to hide and to grab books, to grab a stapler, yeah. to grab a speaker from my computer, you know, whatever, something heavy that they could throw. And we had to sit there with them and teach them to do that. And there were kids that were incredibly fearful. I remember coming home thinking this is the world that we live in. And until you've had that experience, it's really hard to really fully understand what, what that's like. And then the other thing that we were talking about before is, you know, we were just talking about some people in social media and, 
um, politicians and celebrities that are having these online discussions or debates right. or right. even right. I would say even arguments right. about what's happening. And I don't know why this is going to make me emotional now. And I just said, Leanne, you know, with all due respect to all of these influencers, teachers had to wake up and go to school the next day. Teachers didn't have time to make a reel or write a blog post or rally their troops to speak out with them. You know what teachers had to do? They had to watch the news, try to get some sleep and wake up and do it again. And try to speak to kids in ways that like they feel safe and normal. Right. Right. And so I think unfortunately it's become so common that it's, I think for me and I can't speak for every educator obviously, but it it calluses you a little bit sometimes too. Um, So yeah, I I don't have a lot to say because there are so many angles. I believe in mental health. I believe in our right to bear arms. I believe in the constitution in that regard. Um, I believe that we should have mental health supports for people. I believe that students should be incredibly safe. Um, And so I believe all of those things. And there is no one that I have found that's representing me on a political level that is representing what I would like to see happen. And so that's, that's that's hard. And you know, I, I shared Sharon says, so what she wrote, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it was, it started by saying condolences aren't enough. Right. And I noticed that you commented in the comment section about it, that you just appreciated her using her voice to speak out because here's the thing. When we don't feel like we know enough about a topic, Mm -hmm. it can really, it can really cause us to not say anything. Right. And I'm just not going to not say anything anymore. I, I think too, one other thing was there was a woman that interrupted a, Yes. Person on the scene that was doing a newscast that she came out and she spoke out and that was powerful. And then I saw some other people saying, um, you know, when are moms going to speak up that moms can change the world in particular mothers. And I think as an, as a person in education, when, when we have people that understand our perspective and that can speak on behalf, sometimes I think, you know, you, you, you're a stranger in your own land. (laughs) And so I think when some people, other people can see perspective with us and alongside us as educators, um, I think that's a powerful thing. And I think it makes educators feel incredibly supported, incredibly loved when people speak on our behalf for, you know, for safer schools, for some level of gun reform, um, for all of those things. And so I just appreciate when people also have something to say. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. When you brought up that mom, Mm -hmm. um, that interrupted the newscast, it was just powerful because she was like, aren't you tired of covering this? Aren't you tired of, and I thought of a, an account that was shared, um, by someone I follow. And I, I started following them because, because I just think it's, what I'm saying, like more people like us are going to have to start speaking out. Right. And it's called moms, M O M S moms demand. Yeah. And, um, I, I, and their bio is we are a grassroots movement of Americans fighting for public safety measures that protect people from gun violence. Right. And, um, you know, obviously I do not have all the answers, Matt. Right. I am, I am from a, a rural area I cook on television, 
and do fun things on Instagram. I am not an expert right. on, right. you know, our constitution, on our right. second amendment, but I know that, that this isn't happening in other countries at the, at the level that it's happening in ours and we've got to do something different. Yeah. And, and to that end, we live in a, in an area that respects guns. Yes. Right. Um, that guns are a way of life for a lot right. of people right. for sport, right. for right. food. Absolutely. And so we have respect for that as well. And so yeah. it's, it's a, it can be a really complicated topic, um, because there are definitely so many perspectives coming at it. Yeah. So, right. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Let's take a breath. Let's talk about, let's talk about our yeah. topic. Cause this is, this is, I feel like this is a universal, absolutely a universal thing. And honestly, it kind of goes with what we're, the tone of yes, where we are yes, right now yes, too. Anyway, yes, yes. um, we wanted to talk a little bit about what, what happens when we come unglued in life? What happens when there's, there's an instance or something that happens to us. Now, we're, I'm not ta- necessarily talking about something traumatic. Yes, yes. I'm talking about when your emotions are so high, and I would say in anger or frustration, that you don't know how to compose yourself, right. and you start feeling wild. Yeah, you feel like you're coming unglued. Right. Like you're in a situation or a scenario, right. and you feel like, well, I, I, I actually don't, I, I'm coming unglued. Right. I'm coming almost out of my skin my head wants to blow off my shoulders like right. i don't know what to do with the emotion i'm feeling mm-hmm. and um i know i need to be wise but i don't feel like being wise i feel like mm-hmm. Rah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. what do you think it is that triggers the unglued response for you what is what are the things not specific things but what is it that is a trigger for you where you're like okay now it's on <laughs> what is that um well I think treatment of people is a, is a mm-hmm. huge thing for me. So, so if you are treating someone, you know, unfairly, mm-hmm. if you're treating someone like you are superior to them, mm-hmm. if you are treat, if you're talking down to someone, being like patronizing, um, patronizing oh, I, or condescending, mm-hmm. I that is like. It, I, I, <laughs> set me, I mean, set me on fire. I, right. I, I just, it just right. makes me wild. Mm-hmm. And I also, I also think that when, when you're in a situation now and this, and this is, I'm not talking about day after day after day. So we're not talking about like, if you are in a really, really horrible, uh, 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 workplace unhealthy mm. marriage, marriage that's like maybe mm. it's it's physically or mentally or emotionally abusive day after right. day after day after. we're not talking about the that kind of situation we're talking about like if you are at work if you are mm. doing something in your life and you come into a situation where you're interacting with people and it's just mm-hmm. like you just want to come unglued right like what do you do right what do you do yeah what do you do what do you do? Are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some ideas, okay. but I also want to give you yeah, a chance yeah, to yeah, talk yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, you know, and I've had these scenarios over the course of my life for sure. Yeah. And and counseling, I have learned some tips in counseling mm-hmm. that I literally use yeah. now in my life that really have worked, and I'll share those. But I want to hear from you. Okay, so here's let me. Here's some situations for me where I feel like I come unglued. 
is when I'm misunderstood or misrepresented. If so, I, like if somebody lies about something you did or said. Oh, oh! <laughs> oh I if, wish you could see his face. <laughs> honestly, if someone lies about me or misrepresents me, it makes me come unglued because it is like. Honestly, part of me is like, you can you can say that I don't know enough about a topic yeah, to speak sure, into it. Sure. You can say that I'm not good at X, Y, and Z. But if you're attacking my integrity that I know is intact with 100 other people, even that one person that is challenging it or spreading a lie or a rumor about it or misrepresenting me in my character, that about does me in. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard for me to uh, let me say this that person will always have forgiveness and grace Mm -hmm. but that person will always also often no that person will always get a boundary from me as well yes yeah and so that is one of those things that's wisdom i mean that i mean when you when you're experiencing something that you're like whoa whoa Uh that is like big red flag right you know i think it's just wise to say boundaries will always be in place i i I think, you know, we were, we were talking about when we were hashing this out, like Mm -hmm. talking about this, we talked about like, what do you do when you're in it? Like, so when you're in it is, is one, that's one scenario. And then how do you get out of it? Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you move on? Let it go. Yeah. Move out. Well, I think here's some thoughts for me is. When you're in the middle of your coming unglued situation, I think there's there's the high emotion. And the high emotion, you have to deal with the high emotion before you can do anything else. Because I think if you lead out of emotion, you're going to make some choices that you're going to regret. Right. So the first thing for me is always you need to dial down the emotion. Yeah. Because the reality is, is I've rarely to never said anything productive or constructive when I'm angry or highly emotional mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it would be I have to be still and ground myself. And what that looks like is it's often reminding myself of something true, reminding myself of something tangible, maybe going outside even and mm-hmm. just getting away from whatever it is that I'm doing. It's grounding myself in something completely outside of whatever it is that I'm going through. Because if I try to resolve whatever this is, let's say it's a conflict with a coworker. If I'm trying to resolve this in the heat of the moment, it's really not going to end well. Yeah. And you know, um, here's what I learned in counseling. My, um, you know, my, um, family of origin, like we're fighters. (laughs) (laughs) So, so it's whoever's, yelling the loudest Mm. saying the meanest Mm -hmm. like and whoever can last the longest Mm -hmm. like you know truly i mean yeah and so were you like that well i mean of course yeah because it's like it's like survival of fittest i just don't have the chutzpah in me i get tired so 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 (laughs) a natural reaction when you're really upset even if you, even if you don't, even if you're not naturally wired to mm-hmm. um, to get highly emotional, but you're upset because someone has uh, someone has imposed something upon you that has upset you, a natural reaction is to respond immediately. Right. And one thing I've I learned in counseling that I still do: do not respond immediately. Right. Do not. Right. Sit on it. 
go into the notes of your phone. You should see some of the notes in my phone. <laughs> go into the notes of your phone. Respond there. Mm-hmm. Write write five emails in there mm-hmm. or four text messages in there. Whatever you need to do, mm-hmm. and then do not hit right. send. Do not respond. Cal- calm down. Mm-hmm. Move away. Right. Move away from the phone. Move away from the computer. Right. And then, um, I-, I was just reminded of all of this recently. And then lean in to your wise people. Mm-hmm. Lean into the people that that know your heart, that trust Absolutely. you, that know you, that know you well and long. Absolutely. And 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 say this is what's happening. Right. And listen. Here's the thing: people that know you and love you, they're going to say, "Hey, if I if I were you, I, I would just like let that, you know, let that mm-hmm. put that on the back burner for mm-hmm. a few minutes." Like, and what do you think about this? And what do you think about mm-hmm. this to start getting you thinking a little differently? Right. So lean into your wise people. Do not respond right away. Lean into your wise people. I, I that honestly, that is, those are two things I learned in counseling that I've right. used over and over and over right. and over again. Well, and to that end, my next one for me would be to gain some perspective. And often perspective can come from the people around you. So in an instance for me where my character is challenged, I can go to my wife, I can yeah. go to my mom, me. I can go to you. Yeah. You know, we have dear friends that have been friends with me for 20 years where I can say, oh man, this person said this about me and it just has me rattled. And often the response is, well, is that true about you? Yeah. Or, or that, I don't. Well, what I, I usually say is like, what? That's not true. Right. Like that's usually <laughs> my response. Right. And so I think to have that perspective mm-hmm. from people that know you really well is really helpful, mm-hmm. especially when your character is challenged <laughs> or you feel misunderstood or oh, absolutely. Um, even even patronized and talked down to. Yeah. Um, I think 100%. I think having that perspective. And I think another thing with perspective is also often for me, whatever it is that I'm I'm coming unglued about at the end of the day is often not a life or death situation. Uh, it okay. has never, to be really honest with you, because I've I've had life or death situations right, in my right. life. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and there's nothing I've experienced outside of those that have really had a long-term impact right, on my life. Right. And so often having a perspective, I'll tell you what does it for me, honestly, it's um, my kids. And we talked about this the yes. other day, mm-hmm. is when you come home to active kids that need your attention and need your energy and need your love and need you to physically care for them well, and their topics of conversation right. also will like right. snap you out of it you're like oh right <laughs> right that often for me i'm like you know what whatever i was thinking about that's not my entire life that's a portion of my life that i definitely need to address but that's not my whole life or my identity and often in some specific experiences that i've had um specifically the one that we've referenced where my character was judged and challenged, I can actually look at some of the people around. And I'm like, Oh man, this, they need perspective too. Right. Because right. if this is something that's a big deal to them, that they're spending so much energy to hurt someone, then man, they, they need a little bit of perspective. Right. Shift too. Right. right. I <laughs> think, know? um, I think not right when you're so upset, you know, not, not right when emotions are high and you're like, 
wow, like you find yourself like, here's the, here's the good news is if you have people in your life, you love and trust that know your heart, you can really say how you're feeling to that, to those people. Like I have said some things to you recently about some situations and I'm like, I want to say this. And you're like, yeah, no, (laughs) it feels really good to say it sometimes, but but, the right person, because it's how you're feeling. (laughs) Right. So, so entrust that to the people that know you and love you and, and, and can take that and sift through it and say, she was really upset. Right. But, but then when, when I settle down, this, this happens to me literally almost every single time Mm -hmm. when I can settle myself down and I can start like literally like praying and being like, okay, God, I, I, I'm asking you to take this situation and anything that you want me to learn from and any lesson that I need to apply to my life, right. I'm asking you to just, just to just to help me. Help mm-hmm. me learn it. Help me see it. Because let me tell you, I just heard Mel Robbins say it, and it's so true. Life will keep bringing that lesson it's back true. around it's until you learn it. And I want to learn it the first time mm-hmm. my head feels like it's going to blow off my shoulders. So, <laughs> so... So literally just recently, I learned such a valuable lesson from a very hard situation that had me, you know, unraveling. And, and it was in the end, I really learned something from right. it. And I would say if you have the ability to get past the initial emotion, nine times out of 10, I think there is something you can take away from these situations. 100%. I think you can always I mean, short if, of somebody being incredibly abusive. Right. 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 There's, but even but even then, often when 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 you meet someone who's walked that path, they have a level of empathy. Absolutely. That many, many people that have lived that life have a level of empathy and compassion for people right. that that are in those scenarios that that I don't, I, I don't possess because I've never walked that path. Right, right. So, so there's really, it's true. I mean, we we can learn so much from, you know, scenarios that we wish we would never have to go through. So, my question for you is, when you're coming unglued, when do you tell yourself, okay, I can't be unglued anymore. It's time to glue it back together. Oh, I think you know. What the does answer. that look like? I think for you? you know the answer to this for me. I think I think you do. When I say it, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, true. I have to for if it's something really that's upset me for a good two days. I gotta I gotta hash it yeah. out yeah. with people close to me right. and Daryl, and then I start I start doing this like okay, Leanne, yeah, like yeah, yeah, and yeah. this is what this is what makes a shift for me. This mm-hmm. is what does it, and I I just this was like a light bulb moment mm-hmm. for me recently. I have to start thinking about a different story yes and a different scenario yes and i have to literally yank myself mentally Mm -hmm. out of whatever toxic situation Mm -hmm. conversation email text message whatever whatever that is i have to literally mentally move myself out of there and start a new story or a new dialogue or a new situation right I have to, I have to literally like almost like a bulldozer, like move mm-hmm. it over with mm-hmm. all due respect, with all due kindness, with all, yeah. all boundaries that are healthy. I need to move that over and I have to go, you know what, a, you know what story I could create right mm-hmm. now? You know what Absolutely. thing I could do right now? You know what high, you know, um, isn't it Michelle Obama who said when they go low, you go high. Right. Okay. Whatever high road, like what? 
does a high road look like? Right. I have to start thinking that way because if I don't, I will exhaust everybody around mm-hmm. me. I will li- I will actually sound like a broken record and a crazy person. Right, right. And I have to just, I have to move it over. To shift the narrative yourself. I have to yourself. shift it. I have yeah. to shift the story. I have to say, what other story could be happening here? Absolutely. And, and how could I be helping it happen? Right. And maybe what that means is you, you say your piece and you're done. Right. Maybe that means I need to have a conversation with somebody outside right. of the workplace or I need to talk to a therapist about right. this, you know, but, but I, if I create a different story that feels like a, the high road, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can let it go. Absolutely. And I think for me too, it's when I can turn off that spinning, spinning, spinning yes. voice in my head and turn on some wisdom and turn on some truth of the high road, the some truth. of the truth. My wife is so good at this because so in Daryl's good at this. Oh, <laughs> for, he's got a master's degree in it, a doctorate. <laughs> and I think for me, it was something. For, it's probably not a shocking that often my my coming unglued has to do with other people. It's rarely just something about me and my own vacuum. My wife will always say, and this just happened to me. My wife will always say, "But what about all these other people?" And things that they've said to you in ways that they love you in ways that they encourage you in ways you work well together. And I can sometimes be so focused on the one person that upset me and I forget the 99 people that I have a positive relationship with or good interactions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I need to remember those things. And so yes. it is for me, it is a, a practice and it's a habit for me to shift my perspective towards yeah, this one thing really stinks, but what about all these other things that are going well? Right, right. Or right. what about your kids? Or what about, you know, your marriage if your marriage is in a good spot? Or what about things that you have planned in the future um instead of just getting stuck yeah, in that moment? Yeah. And then and, I think and, and not doing mm. not doing it alone. Right. Like having people you trust that are close to you that know your heart that you can talk it out with, I think is really important right. because to try to do this to try to do those really hard scenarios and really emotionally charged situations mm-hmm. alone is really tough. Yeah. And then I honestly have, I have one last one that I think we talk about a lot, but it is put up a boundary so that it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So it's, Hey, we've, I went down this road with this person. And sometimes that means a conversation with them or something that you have to do in the situation. Or sometimes it's just knowing in your head, I'm not going down that road with mm-hmm. that person or mm-hmm. with that situation mm-hmm. or with that decision that I made, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to entertain that because look at how it turned out last time. I don't want to have to go into the spin cycle again 100%. and try to work my way out of it and lose sometimes two days of my life. You know, I, yes. I just don't want to go there. Right. And so I think having those boundaries so that you don't enter into those situations or maybe that conflict with that person um, and sometimes can we be won't, really helpful. Right. And sometimes we won't enter into the situation again if we ourselves learn some lessons. Absolutely. From that situation that we are not going to repeat. Absolutely. Like recently, the, the lesson, uh, I learned a big lesson. So I'm going to handle similar scenarios right. in the same way all the time to avoid ever having a situation like that on my end yeah. Yeah. happen. And I, you know, I, I, I think we can just end by encouraging people to, um, to just 
go, let's go over the few things. The first one is just, if you are in a emotionally charged conflict, Mm -hmm. like seriously upsetting situation, step away. Even if you have to say, Hey, I need to step away for like 15, if it's Mm -hmm. in person, Mm -hmm. I need to step away for like 15 minutes and then I'll be ready to, I'll be ready to continue right. this conversation to step away and to settle down to not hit send when you're so upset right. to, to really lean into the people mm-hmm. that you can trust that are wise that can say, Hey, that's not true. Or, right. Hey, maybe you need to settle down a little right. bit. <laughs> and then to, to ask God, to ask yourself, even what lesson can I mm-hmm. learn from this? Mm-hmm. And then what other story can I tell? Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You know what's um, such a funny thing that I was just thinking about is <laughs> I hope that when other people hear this, that it makes sense to them because we are so careful about not hurting people uh, yeah, that yeah, could right, hear this right, someday. Right, right, right. That we talk in these very yeah. vague terms, yes. but I hope it makes sense. Because, oh, I think so. Because, you know, obviously we're not going to tell all, you all of our... Yes. All of these unglued oh, stories yes. that would be hurtful. Well, and but, yes, we want to protect. Right? We want to protect <laughs> our relationships off. Yes, and, and really, too. even even if people, even if it's people that we we know that we would never have a relationship with, it's still important yes. to be to respectful honor and yeah. honor people in absolutely. their space. So, um, yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's true. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today. You know, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days.